Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello, and welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 215, Wonder Woman. But not the one you're thinking of. My name is Eric. <laughs> My name is Joe. How are you doing, Joe? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm also all right. <laughs> I I feel different <laughs> after watching this. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I I feel mostly lost and confused. But that's, otherwise the same. Right, that's fair. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Uh, I'm, uh, I, uh, I honestly don't know how to talk about this movie. Oh, man. Let me, uh, <laughs> so, uh. Obviously, you know, we, we had some trouble last week. Yes. Uh, with with me finding a movie for us to watch. Because you've seen every movie. I have not seen every movie. <laughs> you've seen every movie that I want to watch, uh, apparently. I'm sorry. It's, it, no, it's it's okay. I mean... There's I'm no, a late bloomer. There's no hard and fast rule about, you know, re-watching things. I just honestly didn't feel up to re-watching the two that you picked. <laughs> That's fair. No, that's totally fair. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, this was sort of a last-minute choice last yeah. week, and uh, uh, I apologize. Because <laughs> this, this was not great. It's, it's almost hard to believe that they didn't go to series with this. <laughs> This this was utterly baffling. It was definitely baffling. Why, why is this called Wonder Woman? <laughs> oh, it is. It's different. <laughs> yes, it is very different. So, all right. So obviously, this is not the. 2017 Gal Gadot Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman that right. probably most everybody knows. Right. This is the 1974 made-for-television movie uh, tended to be a pilot for a failed Wonder Woman TV series pre-Linda Carter. Right. Uh, bears absolutely no resemblance to the Linda Carter series. Uh, it bears a minimal resemblance to Wonder Woman as a whole. <laughs> right. <laughs> there are <laughs> aspects that are almost there. Yeah. But as a whole, <laughs> it is not Wonder Woman. It is not Wonder Woman. There, there, is, there is a character named uh, Diana. Right. I guess Diana Prince. Uh, I don't think we get her full name. We do not, no. Uh, there is a character named Steve Trevor. Yep. Uh, there are 
other people from the island that she comes from, I don't think they're ever called Amazons. I, no, no, never really identified. Uh, the island is also not really identified by name. Right, but but they're all they're all women. So she we she comes from a, a land of women. Yes. Uh, uh, apparently, also she, they're just allowed to come and go as they please. Yeah, it sure seems that way. Yeah. <laughs> Which is strange. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, Diana uh, leaves uh, her her island uh, and moves to somewhere. Uh, America. I guess America, <laughs> uh, and becomes Steve Trevor's secretary. <laughs> but also, uh, she is openly wonder woman yeah i guess is only referred to that at once in the entire movie right um in fact outside of uh, the office she is never referred to by her name at all that's true <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man Uh, she <laughs> has a costume occasionally S- sort of towards the end yeah towards the end it it is uh does not look like a wonder woman costume uh and uh, she's blonde yeah, yeah. <laughs> but other than all of that stuff it's a, it's exactly like wonder woman most faithful comic book adaptation i've ever seen <laughs> Oh yeah, and she has no powers. Right. A lasso. Or a tiara. She has a, a belt that has like a rope on it. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh the Toy Biz Batman figure <laughs> that came out when the when the Batman movie came out um, and Kenner had lost the license. Of course I am. I figured you would be, but uh for the listener who's not, there was a uh, a Batman figure who had uh, a belt that you could like basically there was a, a string uh that went into his body and you could just pull it out and he could zip right up to it yep and this is basically like that yeah it, it really is <laughs> it's a lot less zippy though it is a lot less zippy uh she she has to do a lot of work to get that thing to, to operate correctly yeah <laughs> and it takes she up has, valuable she, screen time to do it it does <laughs> <laughs> she also has bracelets, but I don't know what they're for. Uh, well, one of them is so that she can use her belt as a grappling hook. Oh, right. It, That's right. And then the other one blows up a helicopter. Isn't one of them also maybe like a tracking device? Possibly. Like, I feel like at one point she takes one of her bracelets off and puts it just on a car. And yeah. then catches up to the car later, like she used the bracelet to track it. She uh, she did have a suitcase full of bracelets at one point. Okay, so, so maybe she's got different bracelets for different occasions. I think so. I think it's like a like a James Bond kind of thing, but bracelets and <laughs> quote unquote Wonder Woman. So strange. <laughs> Man, the seventies were crazy. 
There, you know what? It occurred to me while I was watching it that uh, that this movie and the Taking a Pelham One Two Three ah. came out in the same year. Yes, I also had that same thought. <laughs> they are vastly different. <laughs> uh, you don't say. <laughs> this is also a very weird adaptation of Taking a Pelham One Two Three. It is very strange. <laughs> They replaced the subway with a burrow. <laughs> why is there a burrow in this movie? There is. Why, why, why is there a. Why does a burrow get shipped to Steve Trevor's office? <laughs> and then how does it end up wherever it needs to be where Wonder Woman is? Well. First of all, at one point there are at one point there are four burrows. Yeah, uh huh. No follow up on that. Nope, not at all. Um, so not only is there a burrow, uh, there is uh, a significant amount of plot and uh, movie uh, that is focused entirely on the burrow. Yeah, uh, who I believe uh, it is explained away that uh, the burrow. Has a post-hypnotic suggestion, which, when slapped and spoken to in Spanish, uh, will just travel to where it needs to go. How did I miss that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it couldn't have been all the other baffling bullshit that was happening. Holy shit. <laughs> post-hypnotic suggestion. Amazing. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, man. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So the basic, the basic gist of this movie <laughs> is that this set of ten books are stolen. Yes. Uh, they are, they were, uh, these, I don't really even know what the books do. So they are encrypted... Uh, uh, profiles of, I believe, 49 undercover spies and their missions. That's right. As, as you say it, it comes back to me. Yes. Uh, that, yeah. uh, yes, they have been stolen by someone nefarious and, uh, he plans to, uh, well, he's basically ransoming them back to the United States. Uh, or he will sell them to the highest bidder, right? And expose you know the you know identities of, of a bunch of spies and possibly get them killed. That's actually the plot of the first Mission Impossible movie as well. Uh, yeah, I, I I believe you're correct. I haven't seen that in forever, but uh, <laughs> hadn't hadn't occurred to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure it's been the plot of uh, a bunch of various spy movies. That's true. I think, I think even one of the Daniel Craig James Bonds uh, that that is, you know, possibly one of the the plots to those. Where, yeah, or, that might be. Is it Casino Royale? That might be the plot of. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, it, but it's yeah. at the very least the MacGuffin for one of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're, they're given a list of three uh, three suspects for who might be behind this. Uh, and, uh, 
Diana decides to just go after one of them. Yep. And Hilarity ensues. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean Okay, so so this is kind of where I have to to step back a little bit and and okay. genuinely ask like do you think this is a bad movie? <laughs> because of all this or is it a bad movie because it's called Wonder Woman and bears almost no resemblance to what we know of as Wonder Woman that's an excellent question (laughs) Uh... (laughs) like if this was just a regular spy thriller like would it be better (laughs) yeah uh I don't know, because there's still a burrow that plays a very, very important role. There is, again, still some baffling shit that's happening, <laughs> uh, such as the burrow. Uh, yeah. The weird multicolored shit trap? <laughs> yes! Oh, man! Or whatever that was? Uh, yeah, I don't know what that was, but you're absolutely right. It just looked like multicolored shit <laughs> spewing out of the walls. <laughs> Uh, uh, or the weird twin henchmen? Yeah. Who are never really explained or expanded upon. Just, yeah, and they get taken down fairly easily. Yeah. Um, or, or the weird traps that get set up for Diana uh, in her pursuit of the villain. Yeah, I you know, I think that my so there there's crazy shit in this <laughs> and i think that my main problem with it is that <clears throat> excuse me is that diana doesn't feel like i D- diana is completely nonplussed by everything right like absolutely absolutely nothing phases her she gets in an elevator and a person falls out of the ceiling and tries to kill her and she just like opens the elevator door kicks the guy off the elevator closes the elevator door goes about the rest of her day right (laughs) like she like she just the way that she acts throughout this is i think i wanted her to have more personality Mm -hmm. uh and and just generally like she almost seems disinterested by everything that's going on. Uh, so that is a very excellent point. Uh, and and for me, I think the one scene that that really uh, backs your 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 uh, assessment of that up is the snake scene, right? Um, <laughs> I had to go back and watch that again because I apparently missed the part where the snake shows up. Oh no, that's key. And so basically like I, I don't know, glanced away and then I'm just watching the scene where she is uh, ordering milk from, you know, a hotel staff guy and like this entire scene plays out where you know, this, this, uh, you know, uh, bellhop 
brings her a bowl of milk without shoes into her room while she just sits on a couch and tells him what to do. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? This is the weirdest porn I've ever watched. Right? <laughs> and she has no expression. She has no inflection. She is just merely giving this man instructions, and they're not cutting away to, like, you know, the apparent imminent danger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, until the very end, then they show the snake. And I was like, wait, what? And I did have to <laughs> rewind it, and, oh, okay, there's the snake. But still... <laughs> <laughs> like just nothing registers on her yeah and then like once you know once she gets the snake off the snake is drawn over to the milk apparently uh, that's a thing i didn't know about snakes yeah i'm not sure that's uh, right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then she's just like all right well i, I gotta tip the the bellhop right like she's she doesn't make any movement to like capture the snake put it back in the box it was in right like, I'm not convinced that this was actually a dangerous snake. Yeah. Because then later she she gifts the snake back to uh, the guy who set it for her. Right. And, like, he opens the box and sees the snake, and it's just like, oh, brother. <laughs> he doesn't, like, recoil in terror or anything. <laughs> no. And uh, at one point, like, you know, in the my first pass through when, when I had no idea what the hell was happening. Like, I think there's like some growling in the background. And I was like, is there a cat or something like, like a <laughs> rabid cat that I missed? <laughs> Cause why would she be ordering milk? Right. <laughs> there's actually a mongoose in there as well. <laughs> in case the snakes gets out of hand. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man! Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk about Kathy Lee Crosby, I guess, a little bit. Yes. All right. She's not great. <laughs> she's not great. Uh, she's fine. I would say. Uh, I, I. I mean, I mean, part of it is the material for sure. Right. But, like, I mean, I mean, I guess. Uh, we, we kind of also have to talk about the other Wonder Women in the world. <laughs> right. I was going to say, she's, she's absolutely no Linda Carter. That's for sure. Right. And, and Linda Carter is just absolutely perfect. Yeah. Uh, at, at least visually. Uh, I've actually never seen too many episodes of the Linda Carter Wonder Woman show. Okay. Because it is distracting to watch. <laughs> <laughs> because Linda Carter is distracting. She is distractingly attractive. And, I would agree with you there. In every best way possible, she is yeah. a distraction. <laughs> and it is hard to pay attention to anything else that's happening in that show when Linda Carter is on screen. Yeah, like when she, she's got her hair up and she's wearing those enormous glasses. Yep. And it's supposed to be like, oh, she's so mousy and, and unassuming. And like, no, she's still... Oh, yeah, she is uh, a perfect human being. <laughs> uh, but, you know, she is really good at that. And, and I mean, she's good in that show. Yeah. Uh, she is a great Wonder Woman. Uh, 
and and you know the show was cheesy but you know it sort of embraced a lot of the stuff that i really like about wonder woman yeah uh you know and then there's gal gadot who looks fine like like she she looks like wonder woman i don't think she's Mm -hmm. a very good actress at all (laughs) yeah i think she she's all right but uh, she like at least uh, with her movie i think the material backs her up absolutely like like she's a bad actress and a good movie uh whereas with with kathleen crosby she's a bad actress and a bad movie yeah and, yeah so so uh, the the badness is all the more evident right and yeah and i think gal gadot is fine yeah you know but but it, she you know the movie is is way better than her efforts mm-hmm. uh which which elevates her you know in a way definitely yeah i feel like kathy lee crosby left basically no impression on me at all no. <laughs> like it could have it could have been anybody <laughs> yeah um and and it definitely doesn't help that she just doesn't look like what we know of as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, I did do a little reading, and I guess at the time they were modeling it after the non-costume years of Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, which, uh, was that the, the sort of the Gloria Steinem era? Yeah, I think so. Uh, where she wouldn't wear a costume and didn't really have powers, and she was just sort of a like a international spy kind of thing, and yeah. wasn't even called Wonder Woman. So they they were going with that, even though the comics at the time had already reverted back to you know the superhero version that we all know and appreciate and love. <laughs> right. That actually that that. Uh... Clears it clears things up a little bit, I guess. I had I had forgotten about that era of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it still doesn't help anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, no, th- this 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 movie, I I have uh, been referring to it in my mind as Charlie's Angel because <laughs> she's basically like she doesn't have anyone to talk to. She just she needs a sidekick. <laughs> Yeah, to to talk to so she can have more of a personality. That possibly would have helped if you know Steve Trevor was a bit more of a uh, you know man in the chair kind of thing, right? But he, I mean, they interact, but very little. And I mean, honestly, neither of them have that much impact on the plot, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like, everything that happens, like, the villain has pretty much planned to happen, and uh, just all goes according to his plan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, like, what what few obstacles there are, she overcomes them pretty effortlessly. And, and like you said, like, without much, uh, you know, impact or, or, or personality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like uh, the random other Amazonian that shows up, right? Oh, that's right. I forgot about the 
not only the the Amazon who comes to visit her to warn her, but also the other Amazon who is now evil, apparently. (laughs) And conveniently, immediately gets hired by the villain of the movie. Of course. (laughs) And they have a javelin throwing contest. Why does she have javelins? Is that her weapon of choice? I guess so. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was super weird. And for <laughs> what is essentially the action set piece of the movie. Uh, yeah. Really fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, Ricardo Montalban is in this. Yes, he is. He's the villain of the movie. Spoiler. (laughs) Even though his name is in the opening credits and you don't see him until the end. I'm guessing even back in 1974, keen minds could have figured out who the villain was. Well, I mean, his voice is fairly distinctive. That as well. Uh, (laughs) And he talks all the time. He's... he's, uh, He's a Spanish man playing a Frenchman named Abner Smith. (laughs) It made total sense. (laughs) But you know what? I really liked him in this movie. He was, you know what? He was great. (laughs) He, He had a good time with the material that he was given. He really did look like he was having a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh... And, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the other guy, uh, George, I think his character's name was the, the other, uh, like his, his heavy, his heavy. Yeah. I really liked that guy too. He was good too. He reminded me of, of someone that and I'm not entirely sure who, like a little bit of maybe James Spader. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, or just, you know, sort of. He seemed like just a solid character actor right. uh, that I that I would enjoy seeing in, in better things, probably. So I started watching the movie, and he, I think, shows up pretty early on and, like, before even Diana shows up. Right, uh, yeah. And, and so I was like, God damn, that guy looks so familiar. Uh, so, you know, I went on IMDb to, to see who he was. The actor's name is Andrew Prine. And I have seen, within the last month, three movies with that guy in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the, the two that I can remember off the top of my head, one of them is called The Evil, which is just a standard haunted house movie. Uh, I think Roddy McDowell was in it for a short period in it, too. Okay. Uh, which... I think when I first saw him show up in that movie, I thought he was Roddy McDowell. Okay. <laughs> but then there was a scene with both of them, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but then there's another movie uh, called The Simon King of the Witches. And uh, it is weird. Okay. It's not great, but I would recommend it. Interesting. Because it is so weird. And he's great in it. Uh, doesn't look anything like, you know, what we saw him in this movie. Um, it is, like, in my mind, 
like a proto John Constantine. Oh wow! Because uh, he he's a con man magician <laughs> who winds up getting a whole bunch of people killed because he's really into black magic. <laughs> and uh, but it's pretty great, like despite not being great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean I I liked it a lot and, and so I remembered that movie and like it didn't occur to me that that was the same guy until I had to look it up that's crazy uh, but I, I really enjoyed him in this movie as well uh, one thing I, I did not particularly enjoy is uh, everybody leering at uh, Wonder Woman <laughs> Yeah, I, I noticed that everyone uh, turns and and or like if they if she walks by, they all turn to look at her, or they all stop in their tracks when she walks by. Yep. Uh, like it was just it was just awkward. It was super awkward. Uh, but the the one moment was uh, when she has her first face to face with uh, George, and mm-hmm. uh, within minutes of meeting her. Uh, says, I want to make love to you. And... Right. <laughs> I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> I know, saying make love is so lame. It is super lame. <laughs> <laughs> like, when did he, why didn't he just say he wants to fuck her? Right? <laughs> on, on CBS in 1974. I think it was ABC. Oh, was it ABC? Okay. <laughs> oh, you're right. The the the, the uh, Linda Carter show started on ABC and then moved to CBS. Ah, uh, okay. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> uh. Uh, but but even even that scene was not as weird as uh, the one guy in the office who uh, licks his finger and then touches it to her forehead. <laughs> oh, is that the, the guy who came in for the meeting? Yeah. And who's just hitting on her nonstop? Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's real weird. He's Steve's, or she's Steve's sec- secretary. Yep, yep. Like, there is a power imbalance there, sir. <laughs> you are going to get me too very quickly. <laughs> oh, it was a different and era. You will deserve it. <laughs> That guy definitely deserved it. That was... Yeah. yeah no. You don't... I mean, I guess the hitting, the, the, the flirting thing was, could be, you know, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But the minute that he touched her forehead, <laughs> I was just like, ooh, no, dude. With, with his saliva wet finger. Yep. <laughs> Again, this is the weirdest porn I've ever watched. It's so weird. <laughs> and then, yeah, and so, so, yeah, so there's a meeting in Steve Trevor's office with a bunch of other spy dudes trying to come up with a plan to get the books back and and Steve like turns on the intercom so that Diana can hear it you know from outside the office as well right uh, which you know was weird to me and then you know when the meeting is over she was like well I'm gonna be out of the office because I have to go to the dentist and it's clearly you know code that she's gonna go do Wonder Woman shit yeah. <laughs> that he is totally on board with, but they never acknowledge 
any of this. Yeah. And that bothered me too. That that did bother me as well. <laughs> like I I like the idea that he knows that she is she's Wonder Woman. Right. Uh but I didn't I didn't care for how they they danced around it. Right. Uh same with that and then, you know, minutes later when, you know, apparently it's just out in the open that she's Wonder Woman. Like, it just, it confused me any even further. And, and like, I kind of had to pause the movie even at that point. Are you talking about when she checks into the hotel? Yes. And then across the room, the, the guy calls Ricardo Montalban and is like, Wonder Woman just checked into the hotel. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't wear a mask, but, like, if she's supposed to be a super spy, she's not very good at it. Clearly not. I mean, it's sort of like the more ridiculous James Bond movies where everybody knows who the hell James Bond is. Right. But but uh, worse, in my opinion. <laughs> because eventually she does wear a costume. Yeah. And also, all of her outfits have the same uh, color coordination. Right? I noticed that when she was unpacking her clothes, like, everything is red, white, and blue. Yep. Even Every single piece of clothing she owns. Uh, and she was uh, she was wearing uh, just a red dress, but her luggage was uh, blue and white to mm-hmm. offset, you know, the fact that she was wearing so much red. Naturally. <laughs> oh, man. This movie's weird, Joe. <laughs> this is a real weird movie. I, I'll say this for it, though. It's short. That it is. It's like <laughs> it's mercifully short. Yes, yeah. It, uh, I don't think it's even an hour and a half. No, it's it's like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I mean, there were some aspects that I liked. Uh, I did... I don't necessarily like the this the one scene we get on Paradise Island, but sort of the characterization of everyone sending her off to me that was like the most Wonder Woman accurate aspect of the movie. Yeah, or at least what I tend to think of as Wonder Woman, uh, because uh, I don't like Wonder Woman with the sword and shield and shit. Right? <laughs> she definitely doesn't have those here. No, she does not. So I guess it has that going for it. <laughs> the, did you notice, um, and, and how could you not notice, because it's very loud, uh, but whenever the, uh, the Amazons clasped hands, their bracelets clinked? Yes, it did. <laughs> it's so distracting. So, um... So, you know that I, in order to help me comprehend what I watch now, because I'm getting old and losing my hearing and uh, getting dumber by the day, uh, I do watch (laughs) a lot of our movies with with subtitles or captions on when I can. Right. uh, Oh, no. uh, So, yeah. So, during that scene, uh, all the bracelet clanking was uh, captioned. That's incredible. 
because it would be like they, Why? they would touch and they would say bracelets clanking and then like whatever dialogue <laughs> was happening. <laughs> Holy shit. Why? <laughs> That's insane. Well, I guess, you know, if, if uh, you know, a hearing impaired person were watching it, they would want to know that the bracelets clank every single time i guess that's true <laughs> wow <laughs> oh man uh i you know i enjoyed watching this uh i will probably never watch it again it's it's uh it's it's worth watching once. Right. Just to experience it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when we when we watched the uh, Legends of the Superheroes yes. specials. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I was actually thinking about that today. Thinking about possibly re-watching that on my own at some point. Uh, but... I don't need to. I've seen it the once. I got the mm-hmm. gist of it. Right. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I own it on DVD. I'm fine. That, that is true. You do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean, it is, it is, it is a good watch as an artifact of uh, what they attempted to do. Right. Uh, before the uh, uh, much more successful Linda Carter version of the show yeah. happened. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Now, did Did you ever see Did you ever see the? Uh, I it was sixty seven or sixty eight. There was like a short pilot for a Wonder Woman show. Uh, that was in the like it was a comedy. Uh, like the Batman, the Adam West Batman show, it was by the same uh, the same team that did Batman. That, um, and that sounds but, really familiar. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's it's real bad, <laughs> but it's like this five minute thing. She lives in like uh, like a boarding house or something, and and she's like the gag of it is that that she's quote-unquote homely but she thinks she's beautiful (laughs) and and hilarity ensues it's it's real bad that yeah that does sound super familiar i might have to track that down after uh, we finish up here tonight (laughs) yeah i think i might as well (laughs) so so at least this wasn't that no yeah it's it's i mean you know they tried. Yeah. Uh, and then I do think that if it wasn't called Wonder Woman, this would have been totally passable, you know, as, as something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it actually, like, it sort of reminded me of, uh, the Ed Brubaker, Steve Epting comic Velvet. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've read that. Uh, I have not. I own it. Okay, but, but yeah. b- basically, it's it's that uh, the like this this woman who's a secretary for this great spy uh, is also a 
uh like the the best spy in the world basically and and she like she gets framed for for a murder and has to go off and do that but just the just the aspect of well the secretary is actually the one who's the 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 better spy hmm. uh reminded me of of velvet um but yeah you know in, in that respect taking the name wonder woman off of this and just making it its own standalone thing i think maybe would have benefited it a little bit yeah i mean you know it's a familiar plot and and it's entirely predictable uh but you know story-wise i felt it was fine you know uh which which you know also sort of wants me to to bring up this rhetorical would this have been better with linda carter like same movie just linda carter instead Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if if she would have had at least more personality. Yeah, yeah. I I think the the character of Wonder Woman would have been better. Yeah. Uh, with with a different actress in the role, or a, a better actress, I should say. Sorry, Kathy Lee Crosby. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know that it, that that would have elevated the rest of the movie well enough. Yeah, I don't think it would have either. Like, I think it, it would have pushed it maybe, like, it could have pushed it in in a direction of being more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, either, you know, how, like, if she was more incredulous about the things that were happening uh, or just, you know, otherwise more uh, emotive about the circumstances and and what's happening i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say here i mean but no i get it and and you're absolutely right she is stone-faced throughout the entire movie (laughs) Uh, she she has got a very strong just 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 set in stone face Mm -hmm. uh that that is not evocative of wonder woman at all uh, but but also just no character at all either. Yeah, uh, you know, just I feel going back a little bit on what I just said about you know if this was not called Wonder Woman, uh, it still would have had a lot of its failings just because of her performance or lack yeah. thereof. Yeah, and and I I want to. I want to make sure that that it's clear. I'm I'm not saying like, well, she should smile more. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> That's not at all what I mean. No, yeah, absolutely I, not. Sh- she should just do more of anything. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> th- there is a, a vast difference between you know saying you know smile more and uh, fucking act. It's your goddamn job. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just don't don't quite seem as bored right? as you do here. <laughs> Uh, I mean, oh, I've man. never when seen she, her she... in anything else, so I don't know if that's just how she is, but uh, she is not good in this role. Yeah. I don't know, man. Just, you know, her kicking that guy off the elevator and then just going back about her day. Right. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> I will give it that. I mean, you know, there there is a... I, I think that scene could be done effectively in that manner. Uh, you know, 
to a comedic effect of her just sort of like ho-hum whatever. But she just... I mean, that's that's her throughout the entire movie. She is right. she is going a steady 25 <laughs> <laughs> while everyone's zooming past her at 60. Because <laughs> again, Ricardo Montalban having the time of his fucking life. <laughs> right. Being just creepy and, and uh, I mean, not creepy, but you know, like he also just is. Uh, I mean, he even says at the end of the movie, "I love you, Wonder Woman," <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird. Yeah, it was. It was just real strange. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, if you're a Wonder Woman purist, uh, give it a miss or check it out just to know how bad you could have had it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Because imagine if this would have taken off. <laughs> it did. It was it was called uh, Charlie's Angels. There were three of them. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I feel like this is... I don't know if it was before or after Charlie's Angels or before or after the Bionic Woman, uh, but it felt very much in the mold of one of those shows. Yeah. Just, uh, just less fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's a big part of it. Like, the, there is some fun in it but a lot of that fun is just in how bad it is right like, like it itself is not very fun yeah uh except for maybe the whole burrow thing <laughs> <laughs> and if you watch the snake scene without realizing there's a snake in the room right yeah like i did <laughs> like you did yeah so confused <laughs> uh, so, oh man! Yep. Wonder Woman ish. <laughs> yep, that's what it's called. <laughs> Nothing memorable about it. Nope. But not not even a good theme music to to uh, to get stuck in your head. It's just it. Yeah. It is just a pile of bland. I thought I thought the theme music was just loud. <laughs> <laughs> just loud synthesizer yeah repetitive yep yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well hey the, the Linda Carter show and the Gal Gadot movies still exist well one Gal Gadot movie still exists right uh, we, the other one will exist eventually someday I hope so I don't know <laughs> Maybe it'll be an HBO Max exclusive. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to have to subscribe to that thing, aren't I? <laughs> Probably. Uh, I mean, if you want to watch the Snyder Cut. I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Our, our six-part retrospective on the Justice League of the Snyder Cut. That'll be pretty fun. Coming in 2021. <laughs> Uh, well, in the meantime, do you want to pick a movie for us for next week? I guess I will. All right. Uh, so, uh, I haven't told you the movie, but I asked you some questions about it yesterday because I'm concerned. Right. Because, uh, <laughs> uh, we are a couple of white, white, white dorks. I'd, I'd say I'm whiter than you. You are but whiter yeah. than me, but uh, personality-wise, we are super white. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, I, 
may not technically be white, but I was raised to be white. <laughs> uh, and so I feel a little weird, but I would like to pick uh, what is essentially the first black exploitation movie. Okay. Uh, it is available on the streaming service Canopy, which uh, is a library uh, connected app thingy. Right, uh, I think we watched uh, Seven Seal on that. Uh, that was Hoopla. Oh, that's right, that was Hoopla. Was it? No, I thought that was Canopy. Okay, maybe it was Canopy. Either either way, okay. it's a library yeah, app. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like Hoopla, but uh, it is solely for movies. Uh, and this movie is called uh, Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll text right you the name that? of that. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I usually write down the name of the movie, but I know I missed a few words in there, so. Uh, yeah, please text me that. Uh, I'd appreciate it. Uh, it is written, directed, and starring Melvin Van Peebles. Okay. Uh, and it is uh, pretty much considered the very first uh, black exploitation movie. Was there was there a movie about this? Yes, starring Mario okay. Van Peebles. That's what I thought. And was it just called Badass? So, I believe so, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if, if uh, you're, you're not uh, against uh, possibly having some uncomfortable conversations next week. Never. All righty, then. That's, that's what this podcast is for, is to have important conversations about issues. Yeah. You know, I don't... That's what I've always thought. I don't like it when my podcasts get political. No, you don't. No, I just. Want, oh, I'm sorry. I just want podcasts to go back to the way they were in the old days. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Podgate, here we go. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I just thought it would be interesting for us to to do that. It's uh, like even with Gutter Trash, I don't recall ever doing uh, a, a movie like that in particular. Uh, yeah, I I don't know that I've uh, ever seen like an actual unless Shaft count counts. Shaft does uh, count. Yeah. Okay, uh, then then I have. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I've I've also seen uh, Black Dynamite, which is sort of a send up of that genre. So. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm totally into this. Okay, cool. Well then, I'll say it again. Sweet, sweet Max, <laughs> badass song. Awesome. <laughs> Alrighty. Hello. Hello. Oh, All okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll uh, we'll be back next week, and and maybe we'll be better at this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Viewmasters.